Hey you guys and welcome to of course my show with of course me. So we are exactly 24 hours minus in day. That would be my birthday. Yes, we are 24 hours awake. Can you believe it? I can't. The nerves, the nerves, the nerves, the nerves that I am experiencing right now. Does anybody get jitters when it becomes their birthday or close or the countdown to the birthday? But yes, it is 24 hours until officially my birthday, which it is still Libra season for all of y'all that don't know. You should know. Now you do. We've been in the building. We're going to continue to be in the building. We're in these streets. That would be me and everywhere extra (laughs) we need to be at. So, we're going to get into our topic today a little bit. We're going to kind of, we're going to kind of dibble into it. We're not going to stay too long on it. I'm not going to stay too long on this with you guys because I got to get ready because tomorrow is an important day. That would be me. <laughs> but yes, this is true. All right. We spoke a little bit about BravoCon last week. On the last episode So many of you guys know BravoCon took over the Jacob Javits Center in Right here in NYC So Many shows on Bravo y'all know it Pretty much allegedly For the housewives of every Genre so they were On along with other shows that Pretty much got on Bravo as well So speaking of Every show Let's check out the reunion from last night. So I'm not sure if you guys watched The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or any other thing, but I definitely tune in. I I love to see it. So they pretty much jumped off of last week's part one's reunion of when it came to who pretty much was sending sending out well who were being bots all over the internet that sent garcelle's son those disgusting and reprievable texts and things of that nature and unfortunately it happened to be diana because her name was in there but diana specified that she that she didn't send out those text messages to her son and now she has her legal team on it and garcelle was like I already had my legal team doing this from day one when it hit, when my son got that. But for me, I thought that Diana was being a victim and she didn't take ownership of the fact of, you know, it was inappropriate. Whether she did it or not was to have it being investigated, but she didn't have a little bit, for me, she didn't show a little, uh, I wouldn't say sympathy but definitely empathy. It doesn't matter if it for what they're not for what the cast is not understanding. Like they said, it's different black and white. It's different when a black child gets death threats and stuff like that. We take that seriously because our kids are pretty much you could say public enemy number one each and every day which is very sad they don't have the same privileges as those of their counterparts do you understand the low rate is low for them us is high it's on a different level regardless if your child is considered biracial they have that they are black in that in that in that word tree it becomes at an all 
at a at an all time high. So you can't sit there and say, "Well, my family got death threats. Our kids got death threats. Her children got these death threats, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't go for nobody's child, but it happened to hers." Maybe y'all didn't see it as it being, I mean, we don't know how y'all handled the situation, but this is somebody different. And Garcelle is black. And we know that every day our lives are at stake. Every day. So I just felt that Diana didn't have empathy in that situation to understanding where Garcelle was coming from. And no, we're not throwing up the race card and this and that, but folks have to understand that on this show... That was pretty much cast based on the whites, on the white person, on the white, on the white spectrum. Now that we have a little bit of diversity, folks are going to have to know where all angles come from and be open minded and understanding and get it. Boom. We are, we get it. So you have to be diverse. You have to understand where other parts are coming from because that's the big picture. We all want to be a melting pot, but understand how I will perceive this differently from you, how this would be a little bit effective and it's not the intent behind it, but it was the way I felt and most importantly, my perception. So I just felt that for me, Garcelle was definitely on a thousand she held she held she held her composure as much as she could but you felt like you felt like mm, she was kind of holding back a little bit I would say clenched teeth I felt that she was holding back but she was definitely up there with it she was just not with the shits but I felt that she was holding back just a little bit and I felt that she needed to unleash on these women because the way they are and the way they're so banned together it's kind of irritating. So, but hopefully in season three, we'll be able to see Garcelle stay on their asses a little bit more than in the beginning and season two and, and her, well, her third season, but I'm not sure how, I think, I think that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills will probably be in their 13th season. And this will be Garcelle's third season on the show. So hopefully we'll see as more things digress. But for me, I was definitely wanting to like Garcelle. I wanted Garcelle to get on that ass. I wanted her to because enough is enough. That's how I feel. And I wasn't a fan of Diana because I just felt that she just was jumping on the sudden, sudden bandwagon of let's get her too so again it's like you smell blood in the water what do you do you go for it so it's kind of like savagery so definitely bravo con was the shit i know that i'm gonna hit it up next year i don't care so i'm gonna get my tickets because i want to be there i want to see all the thrills because looking you know, seeing it on television is one thing, but when you're there in person, it's a whole nother entity. And it looked fun. They had BravoCon two years ago before the pandemic came into place. So I can only imagine what it's going to look like. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But let's keep moving forward. So, mm. <laughs> Drinking Champs. As you guys know, podcast with Nori and DJ FN pretty much had Kanye there. And they had to take it down. Because why? 
I guess in the episode when it was ran across YouTube had anti-Semitic Semitic remarks in it. And YouTube said, mm-mm, mm-mm, we don't want no parts of this. Oh, no, 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 ma'am. So they had to take it on down. Again. I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. Never discredit the man on what he has put out here as an artist or producer and anything in that realm of tea. But again, he has never been the same after his mom and it doesn't give a license to be an asshole. It does not give him license to be an ass. But again, (sighs) how far do we take freedom of speech? How far do we take it when folks are not trying to listen, but also trying to divide and conquer? And that's what we have to look, look deep within the lines of, of the words that are mentioned and what we're really trying to come to. Are we really, I mean, this world is definitely, I wouldn't even say divided. It's more, it's more it's more it is division it's a lot of division but it's division in it and and the white side and it's division in the black side is there ever going to be unity hell to the no it ain't it ain't because that also has to do with speech it also has to do with culture it also has to do with religion it also has to do with wealth It also has to do with diversity. It has to do with a lot. So are we divided? We've been divided a long time ago. We could take it back to slavery. We could take it back to the confederations. We could take it back to 13 colonies. We could take it back real far. And it's still going to be division. And it is still division in 2022. And now politics has been thrown into the mix of more division. Conservative. Democrat, Republican, like, come on. It's a lot of, it's a lot of division and it's going to keep on division until it divide. Division kills death. That's what it equals to. You saw what happened on January 6th. (laughs) You saw people storming the damn Capitol and you don't think it's going to be blowback again. (laughs) We had one pre- we had a president that came in here and pretty much divided and conquered. Did you see it? Did you see it? And this the man that and 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 this and forty five already put his bid in and say that Kanye needs help. Ain't this about a bitch? But this is the same guy that was trying to endorse for you. The water mega hat for you. But now you saying he needs help. Ain't this a bitch? But you turned on him, huh? Why? You feel like he was your concubine? He was your dancing? <laughs> you know the word. What he was. Huh. Now, I'm not going to say it. And neither are you. Hmm. Think about it. And that goes for. Uh, that goes for. Um, conser- conservative or Republican. Miss Candace Owens too. I don't like to say too much about her because her views are her views are a lot 
And again, we can always disagree to agree. And do I agree with her? Absolutely not. Disagree with her in every sense of the way. Sorry about that. If you hear a little person in the background screaming, that is my child. We are going to ignore her. Don't laugh at me. It, it It's a lot. <laughs> little people do a lot of things, but believe me, I'm not, I'm not, we're not on her right now. But anyway, you know. She's also kind of, she's also has a past as well that was brought up just recently. Talking about pretty much in high school, she was getting run up out of town. So again, people's past, they do say, do come back to haunt them. And again, I think Candace needs to really steer clear of what she does. Because karma has a very good way of biting you square cracking your ass. So I would watch what you're doing out here, girl. Because while you up here tap dancing for the man, <laughs> they go tap dance on your ass. Just saying. No tea, no shade. So again, his, part, his pretty much his episode was taken down by YouTube because I guess it crossed the line of not even on, not freedom of speech, but it crossed the line of whatever the content was based on. So I just think that with Kanye, you, I think with Kanye, like I said, he's, there's a, I wouldn't say there's a lot, there's certain truths to what he's talking about and what he's given off. But again, when it comes off a little bit, kind of like you scratching your head and it's of some mis mis misinformed or misdirected words or information that's when it becomes a little complex to me it becomes a little complex and a, and a whole lot of confusion because at the same time a token like i said before what happened to george floyd was irreprehensible we all watched that we all, like I said, we all watched that. It didn't, it didn't matter if you were woman, <laughs> child, or baby, man, woman, child, or baby. What you saw was what you saw. And it made you sick. It made you angry. Your feelings kind of showed you probably was cursing up a damn storm. As to those people that were out there that were trying to tell that cop to get off his neck and for the cops that were standing around aimlessly not moving in or, or stopping it it didn't matter whatever he had in the system he was not he it didn't matter the circumstances but he was the what the circumstance remains was he had no right to lose his life that day like that like that at all for no reason and he was told he couldn't breathe. He was t he was telling them, I'm going, I'm going. You could see, you could hear the pain and the agonization in his voice and on his body. And then him calling out to his mom. How, what more can you get? So on that part of the note, you know, definitely Kanye definitely sent out a dagger on that. And you should have watched the tape, watched the recording like everybody else did. Believe me, your perception would have changed just like that in an instant it was appalled what we watched it was appalled what we saw and then that family then the floyd family had to relive that over and over again that's traumatizing to watch that it was traumatizing to be there and witnessed it that young girl that did that recording at the time 
the people that were there watching all that go down at the time to go to court, to go to trial, to say the thing, to reiterate that and to keep watching that tape as it played that recording as it played over and over again in your head. And also the aftermath, that young little girl without her dad no more. Take it out of here for no reason. But you saying that this man had fentanyl in his system and he he did something else happened. I'm not even sure if I'm saying the right words or whatever. But for you to say that, that's a clear smack of the face and a kick to the gut. Not only to us as a black society, but also to that family. What are you telling them? So again, um, the uh, the mom of the of Gianna. Gianna definitely went to sue, um, definitely went on lawsuit to sue Ye for uh, slander. I'm thinking pain and suffering and I'm not mm -hmm. sure what other, um, what other, um, what other, I wouldn't say reasons, but what other things that happened. She's definitely taken on lit uh, litigations for that as well, because that kind of is kind of slander if you don't really know the whole story that either is character assassination or whatever else you want to point out because that's not what happened that's not what happened back on may or may in may of 2020 that's not the way it went down it didn't you know that man had no right to lose his life and you're sending out misinformation about that however and of course it's going to be backlash you're going to get ready for the hurricane a lot of stars, a lot of stars out here didn't like what he had to say. And they just simply said, F you straight up, straight up. It's not good. And it's very bad for him. And again, you know, <laughs> you got to learn. I'm not even saying about cancel culture and, and what that does to people. But some people need to take a time out. Like a leave of absence affected immediately. Like they do it your job affected immediately a leave of absence. Like you need to go sit down somewhere and you need to take a time out for a long time. For a long time. Don't you get up. Stay right where you're at. Bye bye. Okay. I'm not sure we have anything else. Anything else? I don't really I don't really have anything else currently at the moment. But if I have more topics that I kind of skipped over and didn't bring it back to y'all, I'll probably do it the next episode because I want to get into this real quick. So We all listen to the radio nowadays or streaming services or we have our own playlists and things of that nature. So what I want to know from you guys is how is it that our white counterparts can get played on the radio, can, can get played on the radio often more than our black counterparts? And usually what our black counterparts, we get played on hip hop radio. Everything is pretty much screw this, F that, I, this, this chick, this bitch, this hoe, all that stuff. But our white counterparts are saying, let it go. Or, I'm just saying. So, to me, what's the difference? To me, what is the difference? And I would tell you like this. 
when it comes to music, I just think that sex, drugs, and rock and roll are more celebrated than love, respect, honor, and leaving mystery behind. I just think when it comes to, I think when it comes to our black counterparts, we're usually the ones that are, are pretty much, you can't talk about that, but you can talk about this and you can't do that because we want you to sell this to whereas with our white counterparts, it's okay, do what you want. That's cute. Oh my God. You're going to go there. Okay. Thumbs up. Here's more money, but no. So us is sex sells. You got to do this. You must do that. Open your legs like this. Da 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 da. You got to be as big as that person, or you're getting off our record label. You have to be this big, or you're not gonna get this, 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 and this. So it's like, are you selling your soul for money? Are you are you trying to be the next whoever, whoever? And what's going to happen once you become that? What's next? I just think with with it is is definitely sex sells, but then also behind the music, <laughs> behind the music, funny that's a show too. I'm thinking behind the music, it comes more than that. Like I said, what are you what are you selling more than your soul, your body, your mind, your integrity? What are you selling behind more than just your music? What does that world, what does that world in that vortex look like? And if you're able to wake up the next day and do it all over again, or to look yourself in the mirror. I just think that we are, we are, I, I'm thinking as artists are, are supposed to be, are should be held accountable for the music they put out. I also think that the viewers and the audience and the fans are just as equally, as just as equally, equally accountable too. Because it matters what we play in our house. It matters what we see on TV. It matters what we go to the concert. It matters the type of artists that we listen to. I think we play just as much a role in that too because with streaming services is revenue where revenue is with money where concerts is with money where artists is a lucrative you're a lucrative business you're a lucrative entity you are the brand you are the spokesperson you are the seller it's a business and you are the business you are the steak the meat the potatoes the nucleus the, the moon the sauce the galaxy the whole nine yard you are the selling point so let's just take off what is going to hit you or hurt you the most it's going to be those pockets because you're not going to be able to keep up with the joneses as they love to say so again Again, why are our white counterparts selling so much to our black counterparts? All our white counterparts can be played on all top 40 radio. What about our black counterparts? You won't hear young NBA playing on Light FM. And you won't hear, but you'll hear somebody like Sam Smith playing on WBLS. Why is that? But that's the question that we have to continue asking and really get into the heart of it. I'm not saying that I'm pissed off at the white artists getting more airplay on 
every are on every station but yes our black counterparts need to be played as well on those top 40 stations as well as hip-hop and r&b stations but again the music and the dynamic has changed so drastically it's not even funny some of our black counterparts we don't really hear from anymore groups we don't hear from and half of the population is gone. Do you hear me? G-O-O, G-O-N-E. What, what, what? Like, that's terrible. So it tells you music, music recordings last forever, but the artists don't. I would love to hear Whitney on Top 40 Radio and R&B and Hip Hop. But she's not here anymore. Oh. Don't that doesn't mean it takes away from her legacy. It doesn't take away from the great music that she put out. But even she was labeled as a sellout because she went to pop. She, her music was labeled as pop. But we still know her as an R&B soul artist or an R&B artist. She's not pop. Her music was her songs was catchy, but it still had an R&B feel to it. It channeled her voice and how high she can take it with the Oh, 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 I'm sorry, off, off kilter. But it's it it channeled her voice, that voice that we are accustomed to hearing. That's the soul. And when she would hit those notes and those runs and those, you know, you know, all those sweetness, all that. I wouldn't say sappiness, but all that extraness with her voice and what her voice transpired into her music was R and B for me. Don't get me wrong. Sam Smith, I, I, he channels R&B to me. But I would say he's more on the pop dynamic. Adele, more on the pop. I, I, I um On the pop level, but waves a little R&B to me. Because her, her voice is brash. When I say brash, when I say brash, it's not bad. Her voice comes in. She can channel those, those, those runs with her voice. But she is like right there. She can go high, she can go low, but she stays right there. Her medium don't go down and it don't go up. It stays right there. But her voice is very brash. It has a, it definitely has a mature soul to it, if you know what I mean. That's like saying Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse is pop, but people will put her in R&B. Her voice has a soul to it. It's brash. It's something that you be like, what? You look at her and you see that voice come out of her mouth. You be like, oh, hell no. But again, her music been played on Top 40 Radio. But then you have other artists out here like DBSN. You have other other artists before him, that group. You have many top. But again, do they play their radio on Top 40? And that's what I'm saying is... is Again, the music you hear on R&B and hip-hop radio is F this and this, my click and that, 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 and it, this and that. No. And then they have a thing where they say that all R&B music, certain R&B music is toxic. It sends out the wrong message. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) This is one particular song talk about if I cheated, if I cheated, it's okay she'll take me back or she understand I, I heard that i said what that sounds like a problematic song if i cheat i'm like you know what mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. i wish i would hear that 
<laughs> I heard, like I said, us growing up, we heard my way and one in a million and she was a friend and uh something in the way you make me feel and you know joy and <laughs> and never gonna let you go. What? F I T and don't get me wrong, there were some songs out there like Get Out. There were some other songs that kind of tiptoed to that. But that's what that's what, what the lyrics was for. Not going to plain out say, oh, sh- we going to just say it like this. Nowadays, <laughs> it's out here. It's like, what? I can't. But we definitely are going to have more of this discussion about, we can say, do I, I said, you know, why are artists still not trying to be played on 40 time radio? What is the difference between our white counterparts versus our black counterparts? Why can't we all be played on top 40 radio? Just saying. Why we can't be? And what's going on? I think these radio stations are pretty much, you could say, are just, we going to play this. We trying to be like this station, but we're just, we're this station. And I think that every station is different. And I'm just thinking it's all about competition. It's all about getting that first hit on the radio. Regardless if it, because I'm like, you wouldn't hear Katy Perry on no hip-hop R&B station. But you will hear Rihanna on Top 40 Radio. That's for sure. Just saying. You'll hear Beyonce on it. I'm, I'm still wondering why we don't hear Brandy and Monica. No pun intended. They're R&B. They're not pop at all, but they are me. Why you don't play any stuff? I like to hear Angel in Disguise on a on a Light FM. Okay, Angel Amon on Z100. What's up with that? And if I'm not hearing it, something ain't right. Just saying. Just saying. But yes, we're gonna finish this topic a little. We're definitely gonna we're definitely going to pinpoint on this on this a little bit more on the next episode. But yeah, I just wanted to come on here with you guys because I'm excited just a little bit. I'm a little nervous too because tomorrow we are in the zone officially. My day, my day, my day, my day, my day, my day. Oh, <laughs> I think by this time tomorrow or the day after, I'm going to be like, dang, that went fast. But anyway... That's it for me, you guys. I'm out. Y'all stay safe. Most importantly, later.